Chapter 10 Concerning Virgins Book the First This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Concerning Virgins by St. Ambrose Book the First Chapter 10 Finally, another glory of virginity is mentioned, that it is free from avarice. St. Ambrose, addressing his sister, reminds her of the great happiness of those who are free from those troubles as to luxury and vanity, which come upon those who are about to marry. What then? What happiness it is that no desire of possessions inflames you. The poor man demands what you have, he does not ask for what you have not. The fruit of your labor is a treasure for the needy, and two mites, if they be all one has, are wealth on the part of the giver. Listen then, my sister, from what you escape, for it is not for me to teach, nor for you to learn what you ought to guard against, for the practice of perfect virtue does not require teaching, but instructs others. Less beautiful is she, because she strives to please, for she displeases the people before she pleases her husband. But in you the rejection of all care for splendor is far more becoming, and the very fact that you do not adorn yourselves is an ornament. Look at the ears pierced with wounds, and pity the neck weighed down with burdens. That the metals are different does not lighten the suffering. In one case a chain binds the neck, in another a fetter encloses the foot. It makes no difference whether the body be loaded with gold or with iron. Thus the neck is weighed down and the steps are hindered. The price makes it no better, except that you women are afraid lest that which causes you suffering be lost. What is the difference whether the sentence of another or your own condemn you? Nay, you, even the more wretched than those, are condemned by public justice, since they desire to be set free, you to be bound. But how wretched a position that she who is marriageable is in a species of sale, put up as it were to auction to be bid for, so that he who offers the highest price purchases her. Slaves are sold on more tolerable conditions, for they often choose their masters. If a maiden chooses, it is an offence, if not, it is an insult. And she, though she be beautiful and comely, both fears and wishes to be seen. She wishes it that she may sell herself for a better price. She fears, lest the fact of her being seen should itself be unbecoming. But what absurdities of wishes and fears and suspicions are there as to how the suitors will turn out, lest a poor man may beguile her, or a rich one contemn her, lest a handsome suitor mock her, lest a noble one despise her. End of chapter 10 Book the First